Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone is having an absolutely wonderful morning. It is actually a beautiful morning here where I'm at. It's going to be pretty warm today, but right now it's pretty nice. So this summer this week um, really didn't come together until yesterday. I really wasn't sure what I was preaching on, to be perfectly honest. Um, actually, I, I did have a pretty good idea, and then God kind of did a switcheroo on me late Friday night. It's pretty awesome. I love, I love it when he does it, to be honest. It really just strengthens my faith. Um, every week I'm like, oh, this will probably be a short one, or oh, this will be a long one, and I never know. I mean, <laughs> the ones I think are going to be short are an hour. The ones I think are going to be long are like 35, 40 minutes. So I guess we'll just wait and see. Let's pray, and we're just going to jump right into this. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for everything that you've ever done and everything that you do. Thank you for breathing your breath of life into our lungs and giving us life on this earth with which you created. Thank you, Lord, for giving us Jesus. Forgiven us new life, rebirth through the Spirit of God. Father, I pray that you open our hearts to this message. I pray, Lord, that you use me as a vessel for your Spirit to move. I pray that these words seep, seep into the hearts of everyone that hears, and it opens us all to a new understanding, a new love, a new level of commitment. To you, a new level of commitment to you. Father, we love you and we praise you and we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. All right, we're going to start, well, I guess I'll give a little heads up. We're going to start in Isaiah chapter 60, and then I'm going to move over to 1 Corinthians, and we're going to be in 1 Corinthians for a little while. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, we're also going to do 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and there's going to be several scriptures in there, but as long as you get to the chapters, you'll be good. Um, and then we're also going to use uh, Colossians chapter 3, Romans chapter 12, and we're going to end it all out with Matthew chapter 28. So it's going to be Isaiah chapter 60, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, and chapter 12, Colossians chapter 3, Romans chapter 12, and Matthew chapter 28. 
All right. Let me just highlight this because I forgot to highlight the second verse and we will jump into this. All right, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. Though the, though the darkness will cover the earth, will cover the face of the earth, will fill the hearts of evil men, will rise up to strengthen the wicked. Though all that will take place, the power of the Lord and His light will shine through it all. The power of Jesus, Jesus' love, Jesus Himself, the Spirit of Jesus Christ lives within us, the light of the world, and it shines through the darkness. Just as God, when He, when he created the heavens and the earth. He was floating above a formless and shapeless planet. A formless and shapeless just body of water. Pure darkness. And he said, let there be light. And there was light in the depth of the vacuum of darkness. In nothingness. He created light and it showed through greater brighter than the darkness the darkness could not comprehend the light could not overcome it because the light of god is immeasurable indomitable unstoppable Arise, shine, for, their, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Woo, I love that scripture. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. <clears throat> Excuse me. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, I'm going to be reading 23 and 24. It's funny, this, <clears throat> these verses, I actually read these verses a lot. Throughout multiple sermons and verse of the days, I, I always come back to these two verses. They're, uh, they have a special place on my heart. That, that God has put there. So, let's read verse 23 and verse 24. Ye are bought with a price, but not ye the servants of men. Be not ye the servants of men. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. We are bought with a price. Jesus' blood was the price. He paid. He paid the price 
so that we can live. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death, which means before Jesus, men can only be made, be made right with God by sacrificing the blood of innocent lambs without blemish. But it was only a partial payment. Now, as I've said a million times, and I'll say it a million times more, it was only a partial payment. It just made us right with God. It did not wash away our sin. And then Jesus came on the scene. And his blood, the blood of the, of the Son of the living God, was the final payment, an everlasting payment, which was paid for us. We are bought with a price. Be not ye servants of men, because we are not of man anymore. We are of God. We are beings of the Spirit of God. We are baptized in the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, lives within us. As Jesus said, I am in you and you are in me and I am in my Father. The Father God. He lives in here with us. This body is a tabernacle, a temple to the Almighty God. It is a temple. It is not our home. It is where our spirit with the spirit of Jesus resides until this body dies. And then we ascend to heaven. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. Once you are called to abide with God, then abide with God. Be with him and not with man. We're going to go to Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12. <clears throat> and we're going to start reading in verse 6. First Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to read verse 6 through 14, and then we're going to hop over to verse 18 through 27. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse starting with verse 6. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with him. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, but by the same Spirit. The Spirit of God gives many gifts. The Spirit of God, who is God, 
gives many commandments. We all have commandments to follow, the commandments of God. As Jesus said, follow my commandments. If you follow my commandments, then you love me. Honor thy God. Love him first and most. Love one another as I love you. But he also gives each one of us commands. He leads each one of us down a path. And each one of us may have a different path to follow. But all of those paths that God leads us down leads us to Jesus. Verse 9. To another faith by the same spirit. To another the gifts of healing by the same spirit. There are many gifts given through the Spirit of God. And each person is a unique, is given a unique gift. Sometimes you're given a gift that you didn't ask for. And sometimes you ask for a gift that you were given. And sometimes you ask for a gift, but the gift that you're given isn't the one that you thought you wanted or the one that you thought you needed. It's the one that God knows that you need. The one that God gives you. Verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. I mean, let me stop there. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, those churches, you know, where they like speak tongues, you know, those churches. Well, speaking tongues is a gift of the Spirit. But as Paul said, if you're speaking tongues, but no one knows what you're saying, then that's a gift given by God that you should rather use when you're on your own. Speaking in tongues, praying to tongues on your own. But there are those that are, that are given the gift to interpret tongues. So if there is yet an interpreter, then yes, a speaker of tongues can speak and an interpreter can relay to the congregation what's being said. Verse 11. But all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. The spirit is immeasurable. The Spirit of God is infinite, eternal, and can give limitlessly. Each individual person can have a unique and special gift, and some, like Paul, have all the gifts. Paul had all the gifts, as did Peter. Peter had all the gifts. Peter walked with the full power of God. Boldly, strongly, just as Paul did. As Jesus said, as I said, I believe in my last sermon, on this rock I will build my church, speaking about Peter. <clears throat> Verse 12. 
Verse 12, for as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Verse 13, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been made all made to drink into one spirit. Let me read that again. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. I'm going to pop over to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, I'm going to read 11 through 13. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. So, we are one body. The church. Not any specific denominational church. Not the Catholic church. Not the Baptist church. Not the Methodist church. Not the Lutheran church. Not Episcopalian or Presbyterian or Church of Christ or Assembly of God. The one church. The body of Christ. We are each a member in the body. We are a member in the body as a member as a person. We are also a member of the body as I have a hand Jesus has a hand. As I have a head, Jesus has a head. Jesus has a foot and an elbow and an arm. We are members of the body as a body part and as a person as well. That is the way it is written in this Bible and it's the way that I'm going to preach it. And each one is given a different gift. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. One body, the body of Christ. And the body of, the Christ, of Christ has many members. Just as a body has fingers and toes, so does Jesus have members of his body. And that is my friends, is the church. The church of the living God. Me and you. We are each a member of His body, the body of Christ. And just as a hand reaches out and grabs someone, we too are to act as an appendage of Jesus Christ and reach out for our brethren. Reach out for our enemy. Reach out 
and grab a hold of everyone and bring them in close into the body themselves to become a new person born of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Verse 14. For the body is not one member, but many. The body is not one member, but many. Just as we as Christians, we are not supposed to keep Jesus to ourselves. Oh yeah, Jesus is mine. He's, he's all mine. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to read my Bible and I'm going to pray, but I'm not going to share him with anybody because he's mine. He is yours and he's mine. And he's hers, and he's hers, and he's his, and he's his, and he's ours. He is all of them. Those of us who believe know him as God. Almighty. And he is mine, and he is yours. And we are his. Singularly and multiply. In mass, fully and holy. Holy. W H O. In all fullness of heart. You'll hear me say that a lot. In all fullness of heart. He is ours, and we are His. We are each a part of Him body of Christ the church that is not a denomination and it has a name and the name is the body of Jesus Christ alright we're going to shoot over to verse 18 and I'm going to read verse 18 through 27 <clears throat> But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. So each person in the body of Christ, each member is set in a way that pleases him. But, but I really just, I want to be a preacher. That's what I want to be. I want to preach. I want to be able to go out and preach. But every time I try, I hit a brick wall. Kind of think you might want something else for me, but I really want to preach. Well, maybe God hasn't called you to preach. Maybe he's called you to serve in a different way because we're all servants. We're all servants. Pastors, ministers, preachers, whatever you want to call them, yes, they are the head of a church or the head of a ministry but they are servants just as everyone else is we all serve God in different ways and the the greatest servants are the most humble with all humility they serve with all fullness of heart Verse 19, and if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. 
And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Those members of the body that seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. So the weakest of these will be the greatest. As Jesus said, blessed are the meek, because they will inherit the earth. The ones that we perceive as being the weakest and the most feeble will be the greatest. The ones we perceive as being the least honorable will have much honor. Each and every member, each and every one of us, each and every person, each and every believer in the body of Christ has a different task given to them through Jesus. Each and every part moves differently. My index finger, my pinky, both of them move similarly, but they're different and they serve different purposes. My index finger can do a whole lot more than my pinky finger. Sometimes it just kind of seems like it's there, not really doing much. You ever tried grabbing a hold of something strong and not using your pinky though? Like, have you ever tried doing that? Do it right now. It doesn't feel like you're gonna hold on to anything, but take that pinky and wrap it in and then you can hold tight and firm. Without that pinky, the fist cannot really lock in. Without that pinky, the fist isn't a fist. If you were to like try to hit a bag, hit a, hit, a, hit a punching bag like this, it's probably gonna hurt you. But if you lock in that pinky, then you can tighten that fist up, bam, and you can hit that bag. Each member of the body of Christ has a purpose given by the Spirit of God Almighty. Each and every member has a purpose. We as human beings may not understand it. We may be like, well, he sure is weak. How is he going to be able to do anything? How is he going to be able to spread the Word of God? What about that guy? He can't even talk. What about that guy? He can't even see. What about that girl? She's, she's weak. She can barely even get around. How about that old, that old person? How is he going to do anything? How about that young guy? He hasn't even lived his life. How is he going to know anything? How about that woman? I mean, yeah, she can sing, but she can't read very good. She can't read music. How is she going to do anything? God's ways are above our ways. He confounds the wise. So each member of the body of Christ has a purpose. Each one is given a specific gift or 
several gifts through the Spirit. And each one is in the Spirit and in the body of Christ. So we, as the body, need to learn to move together as brothers and sisters. As brothers and sisters in Christ. But we as Christians have a hard time moving together. Oh, we can agree on some things. But why do we have 40 billion different denominations of churches? Because even though we're all like-minded in Christ, we all have our own way that we think we should serve Him. And we can't agree on it. We can't agree on just worship. We can't agree on just praise. We can't agree on the, on the same doctrine. We can't even agree on the same translation. We are divided. And we're not supposed to be divided. We are supposed to be as a body, a living body. Am I going to cut off my hand because it doesn't look as good as the other hand? Or am I going to cut off a finger because it doesn't work like my toe? Or am I going to cut off an ear because it can't see like, my, like an eye? No, that would be ridiculous and preposterous. But that is exactly how this body has began to act. There are many of us that have chosen to point our fingers at those that we don't believe are able to fully serve Jesus the way we think. Well, here's something for you to think about. We are not supposed to be judging anyone. No judgment. We're not supposed to judge our each other, our fellow Christian brothers and sisters. We're certainly not supposed to judge other, other sinners, other non-believers. We're not to judge anyone. Jesus is the judge. And we are members of His body. Verse... Let's go over to verse 22. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely, uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. Verse 24. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. So, my pinky is weak compared to the whole hand. God gives it strength. And like I said, make a fist without a pinky. Not make a fist with a pinky. God will give abundantly to those of us who need it. It is not up to the body in itself. 
and to us, individual members, to decide who is the strongest and who is the weakest. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Verse 25, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Each member of the body of Christ is to love each and every other member. We are all brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, in His body. We are members, and we are to love one to another. But that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Verse 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, and I'm going to read 4 and 5. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. So each member has a different office. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. I'm a pinky. You're a toe. What does the pinky and the toe have in common? They're all part of the body of Christ. We are all members in the body of Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer. I'm not going to judge you for being a toe. And you shouldn't judge me for being a pinky because we are all holding a different office. Each one of us are given a purpose through God Almighty. And it's not up to us to judge. It is up to us to save. To spread the love and the word of God to everyone. And add more members to this body. We need to be His hands. The hands of Jesus reaching out and grabbing a hold of our neighbor and pulling him in close and showing him the way to Jesus. Or our neighbors that know Jesus, pulling them close and reminding them of the love of Jesus. Be his feet. Walk 
spreading the love and the word of Jesus Christ. Be his heart. Open yourselves to love of everyone, even to the people that hate you. Don't reciprocate that hate with more hate. Reciprocate that hate with love. Because love is greater than hate. I know it's hard to see the way the world has gotten, but love conquers all. You can't stop love. Love is unstoppable. Jesus is love. Be his mind. Be the mind of Jesus. Think heavenly things. Think above the ways of men. Use your ability to process information. And don't process evil things or things beneath God. Keep your head in the clouds, so to speak. Up high, where our Lord lives from whence he will come again to save us. Be a member. Be a part of this body. A willing servant and slave to Jesus Christ. Pray for a gift of the Spirit. Pray for clarity. To see the way to the path that God has laid out for you and follow that path in spirit, in deed, and in truth. We are a member, each one of us, a member of the body of Jesus Christ. So we need to walk with Jesus. People need to see Him within us. We certainly don't need to be judging each other. As God said, vengeance is mine. Jesus will be the judge. Let's uh, go to Matthew 20, chapter 28. And we're going to finish up. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. <clears throat> going to read verse 18 through 20. <clears throat> and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, <clears throat> All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things <clears throat> whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. As members in the body of Christ, we are sent to preach his word to the nations. We are sent 
to teach and spread the love of Jesus to the entire world. Not just the people we love, not just the people we like, not just the people that like us, not just the people we know. Everyone. Every single person. Every single person in this world needs Jesus. Not people that don't have Jesus need him and people that do have Jesus need him. I need him. I have him in my heart. And I still need him. I need more of him. I need him with me always. And he is with me always. He will never leave me and never forsake me. He will never leave you and never forsake you. We as bodies, as members in the body of Christ, we should be walking and spreading the word of God to the nations. And Jesus will be with us forever, even unto the ends of the earth. And beyond that, you will be with him in heaven for all eternity when that day comes. And until that day, he will be with us. He will never leave us. So let's be if you're a toe, be a toe. If you're a knee, be a knee. If you're an elbow, be an elbow in the body of Christ Almighty. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. The Word made flesh. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The blessed Trinity of God. Be an elbow. Be a joint and a pinky. Be an eyelash. Be an ear. No matter how weak or how strong you perceive yourself or anyone else perceives you, you are a living spiritual being created by God Almighty through the the sacrifice of Jesus Christ through His blood, you are a child of the living God. So let's go and reach out and grab a hold of everyone we can and pull them in and make them a part of Jesus. Make them a member Jesus, reach out and grab a hold and pull them in and show them the way to everlasting life, to everlasting love, to everlasting peace. Show them a way to an eternity with Jesus. Show them a way to something after death. Something after death. Because if they don't know Jesus, death is eternal. You go to the grave and you go to hell. And from hell, the lake of fire. But something. Jesus, your inheritance. Pull them in and show them the way to not die but to live with Jesus. Now I say something because a non-believer 
a non-believer, many don't believe in anything. They believe that all they have is this life. And then there are those who believe in false gods, false doctrines, and they believe in something else. So, so you bring them in and tell them that there is a new something. Be true, be real something. Everlasting life through Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life, the only way. All roads lead to him. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this sermon. Thank you for this word, Lord. Thank you for using me to spread this word to everyone that can hear. And Lord, I pray that many, many hear and many understand and many open their hearts to you, Lord. I pray that everyone that hears this word opens their heart to you and accepts Jesus into their heart and believes and knows that Jesus is Lord and is saved from the grave. Saved from hell. Saved from the lake of fire, Lord. I pray that these words bring life. Father, I pray that those of us who are the body of Christ, our eyes are opened even brighter and we realize that we are the body of Christ and we need as each individual member to reach out and bring more to us. That each individual member is to love each and every other member. Every spiritual being in the body of Christ is to love everyone. We are brothers and sisters in you. Let our hearts be open to your truth. Please let these words carry, Lord, for all time. And let others know that Jesus moves through everyone. And we need only believe. Please, Lord, I pray and I ask all of these things. And I thank you and I love you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. God bless you.